pack yeah. to go to Florida. Like they all have those massive bags. You can't fit everybody and the bags in. We'll look like the McAllisters going, getting ready. Right. To go. right. <laughs> it's Christmas season, folks. It's Christmas time. Because <laughs> we rode on it once. Yeah. Uh, and then I had to take it once because uh, I was leaving very early in the morning and no one wanted to take me to the airport. Huh. Um, and I was sick. Early in the morning? What time did it start, I wonder? Uh, they start as soon as you like they look at the times of flights out of orlando okay and they start like two hours before that so that you have time to get to the airport and whatnot right and so um i was not feeling well on that trip and i had to get up super early to get on the magical express to get to the airport yeah and i tried to push it a little bit so i didn't have to be up so early and it, i literally got to my gate as they were boarding people oh that's stressful for you super stressful for me since i didn't know where i was the gate i was getting to or anything it's very stressful i'm not a good traveler yeah so my experiences with the magical express haven't been phenomenal but it's mostly my fault you and i when we went on it, it was great yeah the only downside was that we'd heard so much mickey for the last like week and a week and a half yeah they getting on the bus and hearing like one more goofy movie was like okay sorry like enough well <laughs> and if you're going to disney you kind of want to you know submerge yourself in disney so you can enjoy it um i think the only downside to it is that um it's almost always has a lot of crying children on it because no one wants to leave huh. you know so that's it's a little true. sad that is true. They had cute little portholes on the windows, it seemed like. Yeah, they were round, weren't they? They were kind of fun. I think it was just a graphic they put on the outside. Yeah. And you had the rest of 21 to see them because... Yeah, um, go ride your bus. As of January 1st, 2022, they're gone. So oh, this is the last year. I wonder what they're year. doing with all them buses. Converting them over, I guess. They did say that um, on uh, property transportation will still exist so they'll still have all the other things that they've had in the past okay so none of that's being affected it's just the express bus to and from the airport hmm. but you know they're also coming out with that mat the not anytime soon necessarily but the um uh, high-speed rail is coming through and remember that no it's coming up from miami all the way through the airport and then over to disney world oh that's going to be a high-speed rail but i don't think it's been finished until like 25 yeah I, I haven't really heard anything about it honestly i was so. super excited about it i can't wait we'll talk you want to fly it. into miami just to take the train yeah basically no <laughs> i'm just i'm nipping that in the bud right now <laughs> we are not doing that yeah but they're not giving anything away for free at all right because you just mentioned that they're getting rid of the free magic bands when you check into hotels now right yeah that might be a 2020 specific thing mm. but i i think they've gotten rid of it at this point but i can't guarantee that at this point i wondered how long they were going to continue to giving those away for free i mean uh, you pay enough honestly for the for the 295 it cost them to make one of those bracelets yeah they can definitely give them to people that are paying to stay at their hotel it's true uh for those of you that don't know what a magic band is when you're staying on property at disney world they give you a band that basically has a uh, rfdi chip inside but they're really cute they're super cute you wear them like a watch and you just yeah. use it to unlock your door you use it to pay at terminals you use it for getting oh, into the parks getting into the parks doing your fast passes <laughs> that's all the fun stuff yeah um they don't have a screen or anything on them that you they you can now buy them and we do we have a very we have a nice collection of fun ones that we enjoy yeah 
we don't even really need them because we don't stay on property, but we just love them. So we just keep buying them. Well, we use that. We, we bought a specific one for each of us. I can't, I know I bought the, the, uh, the Roger Rabbit one. Yeah. The Jessica Rabbit one. Did, oh, we bought you a Wreck-It Wreck Ralph, Ralph one. You know we did. Um, I and you use them for your fast passes. So, I mean, you do, we do use them. I love them. Well, in, at Disneyland, you have to use that card to, uh, swipe all the time. Your actual right? pass. Yeah. Yeah. I love having the wristband instead. It's so much better. I do wish that they're coming up with a lot of things like Apple and a lot of other companies are, you know, mm -hmm. I, but they all have like a watch face on them. I almost do wish that they were more flat like the magic band is mm. and could still have like read your pulse and read your like blood oxygen levels and all the other stuff that they do. And it just like corresponds with your phone. Like, yeah. I don't even look at the watch face. I just wanted to do all the other stuff, you know? Oh, all right. Just saying that you could learn from Disney that way. But uh, yeah, so that's some of the things. One of the other big changes uh, going on for Disney World is in they have offered magic hours if you were staying on property, right? In oh, the past? Yes. So what it would be is you'd stay on property and on certain days, on certain parks, they would let people in for like up to an hour early for the park. So they're like, if you stay, you know, on property, you can get into... Uh, usually it was Magic Kingdom. You get in for an hour early if you come in here. I think on it days. rotates from day to day. Is what they would do. Yeah. So like Tuesday is Magic Hours at Magic Kingdom, and then Wednesday is Magic Hours at Animal Kingdom, and like so, it would depend on when you were there, which places and it'd had... be rotating through. Yeah. So the new service is going to be replaced with what they are calling uh, Resort Guest Early Entry. Ew. And so it's going to be 30 minutes of extra time at every park every single day huh. for all guests on property. Just in the morning. Just in the morning. Every If you're staying on property, you get you get in 30 minutes early to your- Is that really the name they're going with? Uh, that's what they announced was- That's super um, gross. Like magic hours makes out. more sense. Like it's magic hours sounds better. Right. The other one sounds like a, Re like a, like a contract- like a, <laughs> it does. a very serious, boring way of saying magic hours. Yeah, you know, because I think somebody said that the uh, Tokyo had like magic 15 is what they called it or something. Okay. So it was that they let people in 15 minutes early if you were staying on property. And so they that's where they, they are stealing it from. Is that really it worth it though? Magic 15. Listen, you and I have been there at Rope Drop before and we know that every second counts. Except for they have to get those people in. Like, it takes longer than 15 minutes to get people into the park. Yeah. So, like, I'm not really, like, they might as well just say, hey, jump to the front of the line to get into the park. Like, it, it doesn't feel like 15 minutes is enough. Like, it might be enough for you to get to a ride before everybody else gets in. Yeah, you're only getting one extra. But it depends on how early you get to the gate and how early they actually let people in. It's Unless, 30 minutes early. Well, Whatever no, but is. what I'm saying is like when you get to the park, there's going to be 70 other people trying ah. to get into the park. So you're going to be in a line that may be 15 minutes long to get into the park in general. Right. So you're down to just 15 minutes of running to whatever one ride you wanted to get to. So unless they're having some sort of, you know, expressway for people staying on property, mm. you're just going to spend that. 15 minutes waiting in line and then once you're in watch everybody else come in behind you i wouldn't be at all surprised to find out that they let you 
check in early and go start riding rides and maybe they hold the gates then because in the past they've let us in a little bit like and they kind of like stagger us through through to the up to the hub or something you know yeah they might not allow that ever in the future now maybe they just say that nope 30 minutes and you get and you get to come in if you're early if you're See, i think you're gonna miss out on a lot of sales though because some people come into the park before rope drop and go to starbucks or they go and get breakfast somewhere on main street and things like that could you imagine if that's what you did with your extra 30 oh my gosh <laughs> there definitely would be people because let's be honest the starbucks line is ridiculous i don't that know that would be the line to skip i have no idea like i i personally don't i think i've drank one thing from starbucks in my life i don't understand the draw but y'all starbucks folks are crazy i am and will stand in line for a solid hour for a coffee <laughs> i can't i won't no I don't, I'm not that person. I am the, we, cause you and I normally will get like frozen. Uh, you, we now bring iced coffee in glass bottles. Right. And I drink in the hotel room on the way over basically. Right. Cause you can't bring glass in. You they can't won't bring let it you. in. They won't let that in. No way. I've learned that the hard way. Yeah. And then, but yeah, no, then I save myself the hour in line. Yeah. So, so it's like, yeah, we got it down folks. This is the way to do it. I'm if you, you ever want to do a streamlined trip to Disney, just follow us around. <laughs> Because we have it down to a science. No frills, no perks. No, I'm just kidding. It's just <laughs> if you want to go to have fun, don't go with us. No! <laughs> Here's the thing. If you want to go and ride rides, you go with us. If you want to go and eat at restaurants or meet characters, we are not the people to go with. Yeah. Because we just skip all of that. So another one is that um, the Contemporary and um, the Polynesian, they are being refurbished for the 50th anniversary, right? And both of them are going with basically like an IP refurbishment. Uh, Polynesian's getting um, Moana. Sure. And the Contemporary is basically getting, get this, the uh, the Incredibles. Yeah, that would make sense. Does it really? Uh, It does fit, doesn't it? If you look at the way that they designed the Incredibles world, they kind of live in a 1940s, early 50s style, which was very modernist with lots of straight lines and minimalist. Oh, you're right. And it's very, very contemporary style. It is very mid-century modern. Yeah. Right. And that is what the whole... You have just changed this entire concept for me because I liked it. Because I liked the... I liked when I was seeing the visuals and whatnot of it. I was like, I like it, but then... I don't see exactly why it fits. And now I know, yeah, you're exactly right. Which is a whole nother topic I would love to talk about for an entire episode. All Mid-century about modern architecture. And Walt Disney and <laughs> Epcot and all kinds. Oh, it's a whole thing, folks. Wow. I'm going to have to put it on some like, on like a special Saturday episode where nobody actually listens. So. It sounds very real estate. It's very real estate meets Walt Disney meets Epcot. It's totally a thing. Well, this is what's funny about this to me is that for a long time, people complain. No, we'll even say now people complain when they put too many Disney IPs into things and they're like, no, now it's too much of a commercial. Now you just want to sell us more stuff. But now when they put new thing, when they were doing this, people like, Ooh, I'm so excited. They're putting Moana. You know, it's like, they can't win for losing sometimes with the fans, you yeah. know, because they'll be like, I want everything to stay exactly the same. And then they go, they're like, this is old and I don't like it. You know, it's just, there's no middle ground for some people. For sure. I will definitely say that the draw to the contemporary has been a little bit off for me recently. We've never stayed. We don't stay on property very often. Sure. And we're definitely not staying at one of the big 
expensive hotels. Yeah. And then I look at how much it costs to stay at Contemporary, and I'm like, for us, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like, really, to pay that kind of fee to be in that hotel, like it's pretty. So to have them refurbishing it with that IP overlay on it, I was like, okay, now it makes a ton of sense. Just the, the new coat of paint makes it worth it. Well, and I love the idea of the Contemporary, the way that it's built, and the way that the monorail goes right through the middle and all yeah. of that. Like that all is super cool. It's like staying at a train station. It's just, I love that they're, and then having that is just awesome to me they're also redoing the wave restaurant there this has not been officially announced by the way but like they're already putting they're already redoing the rooms and then they're already there is um artwork up of the incredible incredibles already in there so they're like yeah it's happening but um the wave is becoming the new restaurant of it's going to be called like the incredibles steakhouse or something like that okay incredible steakhouse sure which makes sense. It's expensive. So that's just what incredibly they... expensive steakhouse. Ah, the incredibly <laughs> expensive steakhouse. Well, this is that's an exciting thing. I I always enjoy a facelift, even if it's just a you know, like I said, a coat of paint and maybe switching out some furniture. Yeah, I think it's a good way to uh, make people feel like they're having a new experience, even in a building that's been there for a long time. Right, and the, and it gives a whole new exactly right it's exactly it makes it cool and fun yeah everybody likes a cool fun yeah and you totally like if you're if you're staying at contemporary i want an ip experience for sure like yeah you would think that right uh uh-huh because let's be honest if you're staying on property you're a pretty big disney fan and you're there to have a disney experience right so why not have it in the hotel as well i do like that they have more uh upscale hotels that are less driven for maybe the you know adult person or something but if you're family and kids and you know right i don't i don't think that i would like the characters waddling around in the contemporary or anything like that um but it is nice to have a a disney a dignified disney experience i would call it where it's not like your bed's made of rubber and you know like it's all crazy (laughs) it's gonna be fun yeah 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 i'm surprised that camp mini mickey didn't become a standalone resort when they pulled it out of mm. uh you know what i mean like that would be a fun place to like stay. actual tents yeah or something i mean it would you got to make it an experience but they have like those glamping yurt kind of things too that you could stay in i don't know that i'd want to glamp at disney world no but. you get really hot sweaty and stinky walking around the parks i i really need an air-conditioned showery kind of place it's the after one thing that. i absolutely need all right, so last one. We're basically out of time, but this is a big one, actually. Okay. Disney has announced that they're exploring the opportunity of potentially moving some of their uh, business from California to Florida. What? So a lot of people are leaving California. Yeah. And um, a lot of businesses are leaving. A lot of them are going to Texas. And... Uh, Disney has said that they're exploring options and they're even announcing spots and locations that they're planning on moving places to. It's an interesting thing because the uh, they would save tax revenue on both sides. The employees don't pay income tax in Florida. You also, the company itself could save taxes. And they said that the treatment that they got from the, the closed resorts there haven't reopened and mm-hmm. that it's just, and that Florida has been more accommodating to them. So oh, they sure. are talking about... <laughs> Well, uh, exploring options. At but moving, moving it. what exactly is my question? Are they planning on moving like office buildings? Like they're moving I administrative think, things? Yeah, I think that's a lot of that. Oh. And it's not necessarily even going to necessarily be on 
Disney World property. It's just in Florida. But it's pretty close. It's in Orlando. Sure. Yeah, there's some lake near Orlando that they're looking at putting them at and stuff. Because you remember a few months ago, people were passing around things that are like, Disneyland's going to pick up and move to Florida. It, we you sure know, do. Mm. Or Texas. It was going to move. Um, and everybody's like, this is just <laughs> ridiculous. And now apparently Disney's actually saying, yeah, we're going to pick up and move to Florida. Yeah, but they're <laughs> not moving an actual park. But here's the thing. it Beyond, you know, whatever has happened this last year, um, they have no space in California. And yeah. no one's willing to give them more space in California. Yeah. They would have to browbeat their way out of their specific space in California. So if you move all those administrative buildings that are in California to Florida, you give yourself even just a little bit more room to right. do extra stuff in California. Um, Wouldn't that be Is crazy? it worth it? I don't yes. know. Yeah. But it's, I guess I'm not... I'm not the business person. Well, so in admin buildings are really easy to move. That's super easy to do. No sure. big deal. That doesn't have to be customized. Some of the other things that they work on, I mean, obviously the parks and whatnot, they're going to stay there forever. They, you can't move that necessarily. Right. Yeah. Uh, the other thing would be like their, um, the filmmaking industry, they might be able to move some of that stuff there because I know that if you're filming and stuff, like that's a bigger issue, but they were already filming here in Georgia anyway in the past. Yeah. So, um, well, they had a whole animation studio in Florida that they closed. So, you know, turned into a theme park. There you go. <laughs> that would be hilarious, actually, if through all of this, Hollywood Studios becomes a studio again. Wouldn't that, that would be, be crazy? <laughs> like going oh, back in time. Even. Oh, how vintage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No, but they've actually they've they've said that they are exploring their options. Mm. So explore them options, Disney. Right, explore away. Yeah, by all means, explore away. But interesting. Anyway, that's our Disney news, rumors, and lies. All of it's basically confirmed, almost on all fronts, except for you know the IP thing that yeah. was totally made up. But yeah. <laughs> well, it's like I always say: even in 2021, Disney making up news, rumors, and lies. Follow my perfectly sculpted two-finger point to the exit. If you enjoyed today's podcast, rate, review us on your favorite podcast app. And if you didn't, help us do better by buying a patch at DisneyPatch.com. Always be proud of what makes you unique. And we'll see you next time on the Obscure Disney Podcast. <laughs>